So speaking of concerts, I'm joined now in the studio by the Reverend Nicola Halford. Good morning to you, Reverend Nicola. Lovely to talk to you. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for having me in here. And lovely to welcome you into the studio. Absolutely. For, for the very first time, because uh, over the last two and a half years, we've seen nobody. Absolutely. And here you are now in front of us. <laughs> How's life going? How's the, how are things? It's great, yeah. Things are, are really positive and, and as the country opens up more and more, we're really enjoying getting back to some normality in the church and in the community. Um, things are really, I think, uh, improving. And things have changed and have changed in the Wexford area because, mm-hmm. of course, very good friend Canon Arthur Binion has moved to County Offaly, That's the right. faithful county. He's left the model <laughs> county to go to the faithful county. What's happening then with uh, his replacement? That's right. So Wexford Union are in vacancy at the moment, but they have appointed a new rector, uh, Reverend Norman McCausland, and I think he should be joining them around August time. So that's very exciting to have some new uh, church leadership yeah. in the town. Yeah. So that'll be great. And were you working closely with Arthur at one stage here in Wexford. Yes, I was Arthur's curate for three and a half years and I had a very happy time here uh, working uh, in Wexford town and the the Wexford Union of Parishes is a very wide and uh, expansive parish. There's nine churches to look after. So um, we were very busy but uh, we worked well together and uh, I really did enjoy. I enjoyed it so much that I didn't move very far away. (laughs) I only moved up the road um, and I'm now the rector of Enniscorthy and Menart Union. I have to ask this question. You know I'm going to ask it anyway. (laughs) had a, a wonderful little jaunt down around the county uh, with uh, G- uh, Germany and I normally talk really serious issues. I was mm-hmm. on a tractor with him and we were just reminiscing and George Williamson popped over and we had a chat and, <laughs> you know, it was just wonderful and... I'm a huge fan of the Vicar of Dibblebeat, yeah. <laughs> do you mind me asking you that question? Yeah. I, I get it a lot, yes, do you, yeah? I do, absolutely. I get it a lot, as long as I don't grow to the size of uh, the Vicar of Dibbley, that's my... Um, but no, yes, I, I she she's a very popular character, and I suppose for many is maybe the first female vicar or the first female... Has she created problems for you? Do people expect you to be like her? Uh, sometimes, absolutely, yes. But, um, do they? No, I mean, we're, 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 we have ordained clergy, a female clergy in the Church of Ireland for 32 years, now, so I think people are getting more and more used to seeing a female in a in a collar now. So, um, and I mean, it has stood the test of time, Nicola, because it, it pops up like Dad's Army, this one, <laughs> the Vicar of be and so many. They've all stood the test of time, Sorry. and you still chuckle and laugh at them. Absolutely, some but, of the iconic scenes where she's having two or right. three Christmas dinners and things like that is fantastic. Well, now I'm going to embarrass you further because are any of the parishioners that you deal with like the, the rest of the cast? <laughs> <in that? laughs> you don't expect me to answer that <laughs> no, now, no, do you? No, no. <laughs> No, no, I have a wonderful parish in Enniscorthy. I'm very lucky. Yeah, uh, yeah we have a very happy um, parish and we're, we're working together. We have a new venture in June. We're going to have a parish fete and family fun day on the 18th of June in the showgrounds. So, you know, there's a great enthusiasm to kind of get back, get back up and running and going again. Yeah. You've got a great joie de vivre, have you? You love life. You t- we, we talk because one of, you were one of the many people I linked up with during the whole COVID pandemic. Right, yes. And I remember the time I had you were on with me, people rang me for days afterwards saying, oh, Nicola was so upbeat and positive. That's the way you are. And, 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 and can it be hard at times being in a clerical role to maintain that positivity? Oh, it can indeed. And I mean, COVID hit me hard, just like it hit many other people. You know, we, we, we as a family, we had our own difficulties with two bereavements during COVID and I had two funerals with six people present so you know there's no doubt life can be difficult but certainly um, I would be a very positive person and, and I, I, do, I think my faith certainly helps me with that I, I, I yeah. get great solace and comfort from my faith So, and the, the buzzword that was used and used quite a lot during that period and still is out there is loneliness and that's something mm. that I'm sure that you deal with on Huge, a daily basis yeah. people coming to you absolutely how do you deal with it Nicola it's, it's, I mean I suppose as a community we just try to look out for each other you know and, and I would have a, a list of people that I know are living on their own 
and need a little bit more attention than perhaps people who are living in families and in larger units. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's just making sure that people are checking in on each other and that um, as clergy that we're, we're calling into those who are isolated and more vulnerable. Yeah. Um, but it's Demands are high, aren't they, in, in all aspects of church, whether it be mm-hmm. Catholic, Protestant or Absolutely. whatever. Yes. Uh, and and you, you're being kind of... Spread thin. Spread thin. Yeah. So and, how many parishes would you now be looking after? I look after five churches. Um, so um, I have uh, kind of a, a quite a large area around Enniscorthy in the townlands. And um, on top of that, um, compliance at the moment with charity regulations and GDPR and, and safeguarding and guard vetting, that, that administrative side of um, church life can be quite difficult and can you can end up spending a lot of time behind the desk um, and wanting to get out and do the more pastoral um, mm. jobs so it's, it's trying to find that balance between what you have to do for compliance but also um, what you're called to do as a priest. Yeah. And I know speaking to Bishop Joe Nash about this before Christmas he talked about the need for the lay population to get more involved. Mm-hmm. Would you be making a similar call? Absolutely I mean I, I definitely was never called to sit behind a desk all day long um, and I find myself more and more doing that and we have wonderful volunteers within all of the churches um, you know that that are able to bring their gifts and some of them are wonderful administrators um, and to kind of help with, with, with some of the, the jobs that perhaps I, I, I'm not particularly good at that kind of thing and it probably takes me longer yeah. um, to do so uh, yeah we all bring our individual gifts to the, to the, to the church You're very enthusiastic about a big <laughs> event that's coming up aren't you? You'd like to talk to us about that now. Absolutely. Yeah. We have what an, is this? We have an all-star Wexford concert in St Mary's Church this coming Saturday. Um, it is being run by the Enniscorthy Lions Club, which I'm a member of, um, and it is in association with Falcha Enniscorthy, which is a new group which has been set up very recently um, in response to the Ukrainian refugees who are arriving into Enniscorthy. Um, we have, at the moment, over 200 uh, Ukrainian refugees living in, in different accommodations across the town. The first, uh, the first refugee, actually, was Ina. She arrived in, because I met her up in Riverside Park Hotel yeah. and I scored with Alga. Yes. Uh, and there, you possibly know Alga. And I do. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so yeah, now so there's 200 in Enniscorthy. Uh, over 200, yes. And so they, I mean, there's there's a huge need uh, there um, to support and to to help. So the en- Falcha Enniscorthy is, um, it's a cross-community response and there's there's clergy um, from all the different denominations. There's town leaders and volunteers and we're all just doing our best to try and help the refugees to settle in. And if there's any needs that are rise to try and help them with those needs um, you know there's been great support in terms of settling them into schools and yeah. getting them PPS numbers and, and GPs and so on. So this concert is to raise funds for Falcha Enniscorthy and um, there's a wonderful lineup of talent um, very well known names such as George Lawler, Tony Carty uh, Lorna Mahan, um, wonderful singers that we have here in um, Wexford and um, the Presentation School Choir who were just involved in Wexford's Got Talent, yeah. they shall be open Opening the concert, wonderful. Um, and then we also have a wonderful Illin pipe player, Mark Redmond. Oh, he's super! He's, yeah. yeah, he's fantastic, and yeah, he's super. coming to play, as well as Enniscorthy Gospel Choir, um, um, beautiful singer Grace Murphy, and then we also have a special guest um, of a Ukrainian pop star who was very famous in Ukraine. Um, and finds herself in Dublin as a refugee now because of the war and her name is Marina Adolska and she's going to come and sing on the night as well 
um, um, for us and That's I think that, that, yeah. that ties it in lovely and all of them will be accompanied by Jer Griffin who I don't think is any stranger to the people of Wexford right. um, and the time of the concert is this Saturday this Saturday at 8pm in St Mary's Church in Enniscorthy can you come on the night and just pay on the way in or how does it work so what we're saying is the tickets will be available on the night if there's any left right. um, so we're, we're selling um, the tickets quite well at the moment and um, we're well over the halfway mark uh, so where are you selling them again um, so they're being sold by from Lions Club members but also from the Riverside Park Hotel from the Enniscorthy Chamber from all the, 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 the St. Sennans St. Aidan's and St. Mary's Parish Office yeah. um, and then um, uh, also in Enniscorthy Cleaners Barry Sutton's uh, Cleaners he also has tickets there so Right can I talk to you a little bit uh, as a spiritual person about mm-hmm. something that I've observed mm-hmm. there's a little bit of resentment growing Nicola towards people coming in from Ukraine um, a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, frustration from people who are going through difficult times themselves and on a daily basis I've seen an increase in it texts and comments coming in and saying we need to look after our own yes. there's a bit of a mood shift going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, like a, there was a I heard Father Barry speak in Clannard Church the week before last about Caritas the, the charity how they have funding and two of their volunteers were killed in Odessa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like do we need to have an understanding that these people coming in a lot of them coming in to Rosslare at the moment have absolutely nothing yes. and that there is a need to look after our own yes. but we've also got to do our Christian duty and look after absolutely. these people I, I think I, I don't think we can fully compre- comprehend the trauma and the, the suffering that so many of these refugees have gone through to come here um, just last week um, I saw a, a Wexford Primary School sympathising with a new Ukrainian school pupil on the death of his older brother in um, in Ukraine and, and that kind of trauma that's the reality and, exactly that's the reality yeah. they're facing you know they've left behind their, their husbands their sons their uncles to fight and they're here now with um, with very little and mm. um, you know they're, it's just it's, it's a really it's an unimaginable situation I just can't imagine having to take my two girls and leave my husband behind um, and, and leave him you know not knowing his faith and that's I, you know that's that's where a lot of the refugees are at and I know things are very difficult in our country at the time at, at, at the moment yes. um, but I think there's this feeling that maybe they're getting more than, than our own but you know they're not they're they're not being treated in any more in any way more special um, it's just that at the moment there's yeah. there's an influx of people who have a real need we'll keep mentioning the concert for you and Thank by you. the way it's going well just somebody has asked me to put this question to you is what's the difference between the anglican church and the presbyterian church um, <laughs> i didn't ask that question by the way i didn't yes. show you that one no yeah. no um so the anglican church i mean the church of ireland is part of the anglican church and it, it's a worldwide communion of churches so we would ha- be similar to the church of england and to the Episcopal Church in America, but neither none of the like the the Church of Ireland would be autonomous in terms of how we run ourselves. And I suppose Presbyterian Church is um, a, a Protestant church, um, but we wouldn't have too many similarities. We, you know, apart from the fact that we're Protestant, um, the Presbyterian Church and the Anglican Church wouldn't have any you know major doctrines that it would be you know hugely similar uh, in terms of that. Thanks for joining us, um, Julio. Leave that little bit of information. Uh, because I'll make sure Brown will make sure that I call it out fantastic and, uh, thank well you very much you. much and appreciated safe journey back to Enniscorthy now Lovely. thank you G- good morning to you that was the Reverend Nicola Halford